Look, just so you know, I'm not a total nerd. I also happen to be super into close-up magic. All right, nerds. Let's go. Nerd! Get those nerds! Nerd! Welcome to Nerd. See, she's gonna cut me right off. Well, you didn't say, you didn't tell anybody I that you're gonna jump start. right in. Like, oh, okay, we're, we're. Welcome to Nerdables. I'm your host R. A. Rain. With me, as always, is Engineer Ethan. I'm hey. still going to buy you an, a, a train engineer's hat, and I still won't wear it. A train whistle. And joining us once more this week are vloggers Emily Marsh of Jana Solo herself. So, Jana Solo says, "Pardon me." <laughs> Can you please get my name right? Oh, gosh. Can no, you spell it? <laughs> J- yeah, I could spell it for you. J A Y J A I N A. I know, I'm making a fun. <laughs> and joining us once more is the dashing one, the TV guru himself. That sounded so unenthusiastic. <laughs> like you're upset that he's <laughs> actually uh, joining us. Here's David. Oh, God. God. It's okay. Uh, I, I got a play date with Arabella later. So yes, and she misses you, by the way. Well, she'll have to come visit. It's only yeah, a, you know, going to Connecticut. You know, I'll just throw her on a plane right now. It's only Does, doesn't plane. she make big money on all these commercials that she's <laughs> apparently auditioning for? She was just out for a couple of films. Um, uh, matter of fact, she was out for so SpongeBob last week. It's so annoying. I babysit a lot, and like a lot of my kids are, have more successful careers than I do. I'm like, dang. That's because they're children. I know, because they're children, and they don't have to have any experience to be hired, and blah, 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 blah. No, they just need to be cute. My, my, my daughter goes out for them. quite a bit of stuff, and I'm going, oh, excuse me, can I? We're, we're, yeah. we're, can we're, I play know, her dad? I haven't been out for a long time. I, I've gone into roles, where, you know, into auditions with her, and she's, I'm going, oh, I'm perfect for this role. You know, let me go in. Yeah. So I thought you know this week we would uh, do something a little different. I want to talk about cartoons and the evolution um, since like the 1970s and stuff. Uh, we've seen you know I, I think we've seen a lot of change in the way cartoons are, the way they're made, you know, and how the we perceive them nowadays. Yeah, I think a big change I've noticed is that the writers are on way less marijuana. they're on less marijuana and more Mm. on crystal meth (laughs) less acid they're kind of freakishly paced especially if you watch anime have you seen any of the cartoon network stuff like uh like adventure time the real they're on something way stronger (laughs) than marijuana adventure time's funny though i don't know why it's such a weird show but i like it i think the closest i've come is aqua teen hunger force like season five there you go I haven't seen that one. The regular show, you know, all this. But we'll get to that. I want to start with, like, the 70s, because there always seem to be, if you go back to a lot of the 70s cartoons, there seem to be three basic formulas, you know, with the exception of, like, some of the superhero things and things like that. Most cartoons followed three basic formulas. And the first one I, I like to call the Acme formula. You know, it's the one where the character harms another character with some outlandish explosive device or whatever. Yeah, and then you have the cat that chases the mouse. The mouse, you know, gets hurt, and you know, then hurts the cat at the very end. So it all, you know, makes this nice little thing. Yeah, but you had that same dynamic, you know, you with obviously Tom and Jerry with you know Bugs Bunny with any of the Looney Tune characters, just about you know Daffy Duck, Elmer Fudd. 
but the same formula seemed to be used quite a bit for that type of show. You had Woody Woodpeckers, you know, Captain Cavemans. Well, I mean, what do you what do you guys think? I mean, do you remember those shows at all, Ethan? You know, you're kind of looking kind of dumbfounded with Woody Woodpecker. Uh, those are the shows I grew up with, dude. I had nightmares from Woody Woodpecker. That's what I remember. <laughs> he, would, he would, for some reason, he would be pecking away at my brain. <laughs> at least it's your <laughs> doing brain. his laugh too. Yeah, the second formula is you know uh, I want to call it the Scooby formula. Yeah. <laughs> well, you get the group of teenagers that go out on some supernatural you know adventure, chasing some creature or something, and it almost in every one of these shows. It seemed like they were the creature ended up being at the end. Old man withers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, well, I don't care. You know, it was just always that old man, which is you know always the creepy old man that nowadays you would think has a paneled van driving up and offering kids candy. You mean like the mystery machine? Well, no, the mystery. Well, yeah, I guess the, the mystery machine was just a <laughs> pot house. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, well, and yeah, then, then they had, they also had these, sh- these these shows. Also, you know, those type of shows, the Scooby Doo, you know, type of shows. You know, they always had the the common guest stars. You know, <laughs> which yeah. I, I can, <laughs> yeah. Burt Ward and uh... yeah, Phyllis Diller seemed like she <laughs> showed up in every seventies cartoon, one way or another. And I heard Don Knotts. You know, we're always there. <laughs> well, that's they were. Well, the thing is, TV like live action shows they were big like in the fifties. Those two. Oh yeah, it was sixties. Um, 50s and 60s. In the 60s, so... Because, mm-hmm. uh, the Mayberry show, well, the, you know, the Andy Griffith show right. went on for a long time and then became Mayberry and... Yeah. You know, and then Don uh, Knotts went on to Three's Company and, you know... So, I don't know, maybe they needed work at that <laughs> point, you know, and, but I suppose, you know, animation back then, you know, it was kind Thank of fledgling, you know, and so yeah. you try to bring in... You know, big name as big a name as you could for. You well, you know, can also, the, you know, it's like I mean, even like animation today, you know, they go in, you can get a paycheck and go in and just record yeah. for a day. Some nowadays, you don't even have to leave your house. Well, yeah. Sometimes though, the people who they get become famous later or aren't as famous at the time. Like, I mean, in Animaniacs, Bernadette Peters played Rita in Rita and Run, but I don't think I mean, and she was known, but she wasn't like, I don't know, it wasn't like the most. You she know, was known, was really but she wasn't. On. It wasn't known. the most common choice to be that. On Broadway, I think she might, but I, you know, you'd have to be a Broadway person to have um, know her. Um, she was yeah. doing some early Andrew Lloyd Webber stuff, right? And, well, uh, the, the Scooby formula seemed to be the most. I mean, I know Hanna Barbera kind of, yeah, copied. Yeah, Hanna Barbera kind of had cornered the market in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but. There were so many shows. You know, I, I, when I was sitting here doing, getting everything ready for this, I just couldn't believe how many shows there were. Not, not just counting the Scooby-Doo spinoffs, which are still going on God, today. So many. I mean, there, there has to be over 100 different Scooby-Doo spinoffs and you know, type of shows. But just even in the 70s, you had what? You had Josie and the Pussycats, Speed Buggy, which Speed Buggy was so cool. I always loved it. <laughs> Because the top, uh, are, are you gonna are you gonna be doing the? Uh, yeah, are you gonna uh, maybe you should just do a live action uh, speed buggy read through <laughs> the speed buggy. You know, because the car actually could talk, and you know, it was so great. I never actually saw that show. Like, oh. when you listed it. I was like, what the heck are you talking about? I thought like, he was having a seizure here for a it's moment. It's a small insect that's on crystal. <laughs> then you had <laughs> the amazing Chan and Chan clan. 
Yeah, no, I never heard of that one. I haven't either heard of that one. Racist. I haven't heard of that one either. But that sounds weird. It probably was. This was the '60s. Yeah, right? yeah. It's it's not like they you know, PC hadn't been invented yet. So. Right. Goober and the Ghost Chasers. Never heard yeah. of that one either. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids. No, never heard. Did of that they one. hang out with the Cosby Kids <laughs> or what, what was that? Uh, yeah, what was that one? Uh, yeah, what, I don't know what were those kids called. Then you had Inch the High kids. Private Eye, which was one of my favorite shows. Oh. That one either. Yeah, uh, the only ones I remember, I mean, I remember more like this. Uh, I remember Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman and the Teenage Angel or the Teen Angels, yes. Um, and did you? Uh, I, Josie and the Pussycats always watch too. I I I think I mean I know of its existence, but I don't think I watched it back then. Um, but I mean, this whole genre is very much compared to the you know the earlier category. This one's very much like a. They were all, they're all like like full length stories, right? Essentially, whereas like the Acme ones were, you know, well even even like, the Woody Woodpeckers and all those they were all done. You know, they were very short cartoons. You right. you had like a two to three minute cartoon, mm-hmm. and you know it filled up a half hour block. Right. You know these were these were half hour shows. You know, um, you know like you had Jabber Jaws, which was. Basically, instead of having Scooby, that's the shark. Instead of having Scooby Doo, you you the dog, you had a shark. And he did stuff. Yeah, and um, but then there was also, uh, and this one I didn't even know about until I started reading it. And this is probably the biggest, you know, the blatant, the most blatant copy of Scooby Doo, which was the Phantom, uh, the Funky Phantom. Which I, I, oh, I, right. I didn't Stop do so with well. The funky it made me think of like Phantom of the Opera. That didn't even make me think of like a phantom. <laughs> that would be. But listen, that would actually be kind of hilarious. Listen to the dynamic of this. <laughs> it featured three teenagers, a real ghost, and his ghostly cat solving spooky mysteries. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, see, the difference there was that Shaggy was not a real ghost. <laughs> Well, I don't he know. He was just in a cloud of smoke all the yeah. whole time. <laughs> so, and then you you also had you know another um, formula in the in the seventies, late sixties, early you know seventies that was a pretty big one. You know, I call it the Ralph Cramden <laughs> formula. Ralph Cramden. <laughs> well, because you think about it, you know, and if you don't know who Ralph Cramden is, it was the character played by Jackie Gleason on the nineteen fifties CBS sitcom The Honeymooners. One of oh, these really? days. So are, are, are we? Are we? Are we broadcasting to people born like before? Yeah. Come on, everybody! I don't I care suppose. who you are. Everybody should know what the Honeymooners are. The Honeymooners yeah, are one of the the most classic TV shows ever put out. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's one of the most amazing ones. It's also probably one of the most abusive TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Ralph Cranden, he had a tendency to. To be a bully to everybody and verbally abuse his wife <laughs> and his mother-in-law on a weekly basis. I remember yes. we studied the show for my TV history class when I was studying film. Really? And yeah, it was it was actually like. Is this a women's studies class? <laughs> yes, actually, it was. Don't know about Ethan. Would fill a book. <laughs> It'd be a very small book. Oh. A pamphlet. Okay. It'd be a pamphlet. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there was the, well, the fifties, you know, when that that was just after World War Two, and it's very, you know, father's father knows best, and you know, man yeah. house. Yeah, you you had all of those shows where you know you saw the happy family, and gee golly, you know, whiz the Beavers and everything. Show. Yeah, you Wouldn't had all that? those, but then all of a sudden you had this show. <laughs> One of these days, Alice. 
now how now what what sitcoms were like I'm trying to think of a sitcom I'm not a sitcom uh, like a, a a cartoon that followed this formula hmm I wonder Flintstones. I think the Flintstones followed it. I mean, it was basically. Oh uh, yeah, okay, I could see. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I, could, I, I guess. I mean, Barney was yeah. the four character. The four character dynamic was almost right. exact. You know, you yeah. had you had Fred Flintstone, who was Ralph Crandon. You had Barney, who was the. It was was the uh, Ed Norton role, no relation to actual Ned, Ed Norton we know in the films nowadays. Yeah, I, yeah. but I, you know, it started making me wonder if Ed Norton. Got his name from the show. And was he just an abusive child? Or? Well, no, Ed Norton. Because I mean, Ed or Norton actually he? the actor. You know, he does play a lot of that. Um, that really, yeah. <laughs> you know that that. Well, I guess not really dim-witted, but he plays that reserved role a lot of times. Mm. But um, so you had Barney, who was you know basically the Ed Norton, or as they yeah. always called him, you know, they, they basically called him Norton throughout the show. You know, at least uh, Ralph Crandon did. Um, you know, and which was played by Art Carney, who is an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had the you had um, Wilma in the well, Flintstones, well. who was the you know the Alice character, the Ralph Grandin's wife, mm-hmm. yep. played okay. by Audrey Meadows. Or actually, I should say Audrey Meadows played her in the uh, in, in the Honeymooners. Um, and then finally, you had you know you had Betty, Betty who was, was totally fun. the Trixie character. You know, so those four, those those yeah. four main characters were exactly alike. You know, you had Fred. Who it was the cartoon in. version of the. It was always oh, totally. It was the. He had the, the, set the in the Stone Age. Yeah, he had the workers like the white that collar job. Like, he had. Yeah, and he would always hated his job. Yeah. And, you know, didn't like his boss. Would always try to come up with schemes to try to, you know... Never had any money. Never, you know, like things and, like that. And Barney would go right along with him. And it, I mean, it really, it was almost like the, the you know, the writers for the Hanna-Barbera show it's sat the, there. It was the exact same same thing set in the Stone Age. Yeah. Do you, yeah, do you guys think that maybe the, the setting of it in the Stone Age was like a commentary? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Kind of yeah, behavior be. that's appropriate for. Yeah, I did very possible. I mean, if you went back and probably really did a study on it, you could probably figure that out and find. I that. mean, I was six when I was watching it, so I wasn't really thinking about <laughs> it then. But well, you were too busy with your class. You exactly, know? that's it. Well, the, but the Flintstones. I mean, the Flintstones had they had a lot of spinoffs and stuff like that too. Of course, you know, you nowadays you can't do a Flintstones type cartoon. I mean, maybe now well, you could, but about you I, know, 10, I, 15 I years would, ago. I, would hesitate. I wouldn't hesitate to say the Simpsons borrows from that, except for that Homer yeah. is not so much well, you change it. as he's turned into more of a amiable dope. Right. But it's and still that, kind of, I mean, you don't have the same dynamics where he's got the, you know, the dopey best friend and the wives and stuff like that, but it's still kind of that physical humor where especially in the early years it was very you know a lot of laughs were you know well marge having... is a marge is a lot like alice would be and a lot like uh ben, mm-hmm. you know yeah, or Wilma. Strong. Yeah. you know and but I mean, it, you can draw the line from that to like from flintstones to like jetsons to simpsons to family guy it's yeah. a very similar yeah. family dynamic well even even uh there was a show you know there was another cartoon in the 70s that was called top cat and which was totally the Ed Norton character, you know. You you had Top Cat that would go out and he'd have his misadventures and had the same style hat that you know that uh, Art Carney wore as Ed Norton in the in the Honeymooners. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, there, there were other shows that were, you know, that were also, you know, uh, I don't want to call them carbon copies, but there were copies of, you the know. The template. Yeah, they, they followed that template. You know. And we still see, you know, like we said with The Simpsons, we still see that happening nowadays. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's where you know that The Honeymooners was one of those iconic shows that would stick around and still does because it was just so brilliantly written. You know, I mean, you could even, you know, if you wanted to go back with another live action show that kind of was a little <laughs> bit like that, you could say that All in the Family was, you know, had, had the, the the honeymooners type. Yeah, everything in that area, area, uh, everything area. in that era, era? Of TV. Yeah. ERA. ERA, you got in that it. That area. Area 51. Not, not that area of TV, but that era of TV. Uh, my, my TV's over there. That's the area I'm talking about. I'll look look over there. (laughs) But everything in that era was uh, changing to be more into that style because they wanted to get away from the like goody goody family sitcoms. Yeah, see, and I and I I, like All in the Family is one of those shows that I just like I I can't watch Mm. just because even though a lot of the you know what we call you know racist stuff that Archie Bunker would say you know even though the joke was that, you know, he was like a fossil right. compared to what everyone else was thinking. I, I, I can't even stand to hear the characters have those discussions. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, Some I mean, we, you know, if you if you show that show now to you know anyone, you know, you if you showed that show to anyone now, that's like, if you pick someone that's like thirty, twenty, you know, and then go down to the teens or whatever, and sat them down to watch that show, within the first five minutes, they'd be so offended that they'd probably walk yeah. out of the room. You know, you'd get you'd if you if you did a you know a good study on it, you'd get a lot of people that would find it funny, but they'd be finding it funny out of, you know, kind of the same way that it was back then, out of the awkwardness of it. You know, yes, you do get you still had a lot of people that were making racist comments back then and things like that that would find it funny out of you know some of the dialogue that was going on, but a lot of people, the reason that it worked so well was because they were so. You know, uncomfortable with it that they couldn't help but laugh. That, that's the. I, I think that awkwardness is probably why part of why I didn't like. Because I I'm not a big fan of like The Office either. Just because. Well, I mean, I've never seen the British version. I've seen. I saw like the first year of the American version. And yeah. it gets the American version gets better after the first season. Well, they kind of pulled away. I mean, in a way, with that they pulled away from the. You know, yeah, they only did the on. first two episodes identical. Then they went on their own way. But the first season was kind of like them finding their feet on The Office in their defense. So, anyways, yeah. back to the cartoons. I mean, there were so many cartoons in the seventies. You know, there was also you know like Space Ghost, uh, Help I'm the Hair Bear Bunch, which oh my god, I love that show. That, what, the I feel like all of these are space and spooky and well, no, Help I'm the Hair Bear yeah. Bunch wasn't yeah. that. It was Very, kind of, you know Star Trek had that was the sixties. So yeah, Star, Star Trek Wars. had its own show. And Star the, Wars was in the seventies, so that I mean. Well, that '69 was the moon landing, so you right. figured the '70s was gonna. But the Star Trek, the Star Trek had its own cartoon as well after the show yeah. had been canceled, which was it was you know, cheaper to make. Oh yeah, episodes then. So you know that's why. And they, then you also had the Brady Bunch that had yeah, their yeah, own, the Brady yeah. Kids. That was so cool. Um, it would be a cartoon in live action. I don't know why you need to make it. Actually. Right. But I think with the when you hit move to the eighties, you started seeing a a big evolution with you know the way cartoons were done. Not only now were they trying to not really censor the violence, but change the violence from being you know so 
overt, you know, like with the with, I mean, you still had the you know the uh, the Bugs Bunnies yeah, and things like that, <laughs> but you didn't have it the way it was. I mean, you know, when you go to like Star, you know, like the uh, GI Joes and Transformers and things like that, you know, no one ever died, no one right. ever really got injured, yeah. you know, but. That's Buildings when, got blown up. You know. Well, the bad guy didn't even have a face. So what are we really talking about? Well, that was the other thing was, the, you know, and the evolution that continued on with Ninja Turtles and things like that, where you well, went from true. actually having real, you know, people, you know, as in, you know, like, as soldiers, you started having robots. So that way you could kill them and break them and stuff. And that's where they got away with it. But like weird mutated, like a Ninja Turtles was that guy who had like, the brain in his stomach or whatever. <laughs> like, weird. Brain? <laughs> brain? Yeah, is that yeah. A, okay, sorry. It's been a crane. long time. It was I'm actually Krang, but, you know. Oh, it was Krang? Uh, it was Krang. Krang the brain. No. I only remember Bebop and Rocksteady and uh, Shredder. Let's see, yeah. Let's see, that's just it. Car- cartoons in the 80s. You know, they not only did they go away, not only just be Saturday morning cartoons, then you start having a lot of after-school cartoons, you know, from 3.30 to about 5, you had, you know, a cartoon block there. Yep. Um, but then they also became 30-minute commercials. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the FCC had, uh, had regular you know, restrictions and about advertising on TV to children. You know, so you couldn't really have a lot of commercials, you know, that were geared towards children. You know, you didn't say go out and buy this or, you know, whatever. So they came up with the ideas that, hey, you know what? If we show a 30-minute cartoon and put out merchandise for it, then we can every year, you know, we can put out all these cartoons and get kids to go out and buy them because they'll want what they see on TV. And, yeah, really quick, though. I also think that the this is back when you said it started to become, like, weekday cartoons as, as well as Saturday morning. I think it was, like, also, like, because when Snow White came out, this is my Disney nerdiness coming out now that I work there. But, like, nobody thought a full-length animated feature would do well. They're like, oh, people aren't going to sit down and watch a full-length cartoon. Like, no one's going to see that. And it broke, like, all these amazing records. Oh, it came these- out, like, in the 30s or something. Right. I'm just saying. The like, idea that was of 50 the, like, years before what we're talking about now. You, you think they would have <laughs> caught on by... No. <laughs> no, the people are slow. We, we've learned... Uh, you know, we had Dumbo and things like that and, you know, Peter Pan... Same. They're like, maybe we could even do more cartoon programming. But, you know, anyway, with, with I movies... I think it was the fact that the Japanese started coming to power. Because a lot of these cartoons are... Oh, yeah. You know, Transformers, Turtles... You had you Voltron know, and, you know... They're Japanese brainchilds. And, you know, it was a very strong... But see, you know, something like Star Wars, though, it you know, it sparked that you, you could make toys... For a movie yes. or something, and people would go out and buy them. Yep. So the same idea was done with the cartoons. You know, you if you put out a line of boys or girls toys, and you have a cartoon that goes along with it, you can sell all these things and make even more money for it. You know, I mean, Kenner at the time, you know, had had yeah. Star Wars. They had, you know, what they had. Barbie had a cartoon. Didn't Barbie have a Barbie had a cartoon? Barbie had a Barbie had a cartoon then too. Barbie yeah. had a cartoon. Oh my God. Well, let's see. Look at those. Let's see. Well, look at some of the uh, cartoons that were also, you know, toys. For boys, you had like GI Joe, Transformers, He Man, Thundercats. Uh, there was Mask. You know, the, the Silverhawks, which everybody always seems to forget. I love. Yeah, I, I didn't have those. Silverhawks. You know, they were they were basically these. 
humanoid or humans that were in space that each had like a different identity of like you know a bird like or a hawk and they wore these like metal looking you know spacesuits or you know that they never came out of okay. <laughs> it was it's okay. one it's one of those shows that if you didn't watch it, you wouldn't understand it. You watched yet. way too many cartoons when you were little. I swear, when I read your list that you sent us of like all these cartoons, I did not know like eighty percent to ninety percent of them. I'm and I like, watched ninety percent of those. I know that's what I'm saying. You watched too much. TV. What were your parents doing all day? They plopped them in front of the TV so they wouldn't have to take care of them. That's what I'm saying. I know. Like, that's, gosh. It's what I try to do with him all the time. I just put him in front of the TV so <laughs> I don't have to do it. He puts me in front of cartoons and I just, that's it. I'm gone. But girls had them too. You know, there was. Yeah, oh God. Well, the girls, I, I thought the girls had them more. I mean, when I remember growing up watching Saturday morning cartoons, I, I, I thought like all the commercials were for girls. I mean, Strawberry Shortcake and My Pretty Pony. My little, little pony. Yeah. Oh, oh, you offended him, Dave. Hey, you're gonna, you, just, you just offended like a million bronies out there by saying my. <laughs> That's his show, right? By getting there. it wrong. That is I'm Rich's sorry, show. Kara Strong, please forgive me. But see, you also yeah, had Jam, you had Rainbow Bright. Yeah, Rainbow Bright. Um, oh, yeah. With that. Care Bears. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, there's a Shira. Shira, yes. Yeah, I had a crush on Adora. What is that? Shira? Shira? Yeah. Oh my God, she's hot. She was. She was the. Uh, <laughs> like Cena warrior princess. She was He-Man's sister. Well, actually, she was Prince Adam's sister. Yeah, Princess Adora. Yes. That's, that, <laughs> I, I've never met a girl named Adora, but if I'd found one, that's that's the girl I would want. I, 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 I That's my favorite name. He would have been stalking her for years. Yeah. <laughs> they would just run up to her and be like, "Princess, I'm here to rescue you," and she'd look Adora at him like, loves uh, you, but, uh, "But I think that the '80s brought about." Not only did they bring around a lot of merchandising, things like that, but there were so many more cartoons that were all of a sudden thrown into the bunch. I mean, granted, yes, you had more television. You know, cable had just started really becoming something. So you had a lot more you know, access or a lot more you know, time to fill. You know, so you got to have a little bit more cartoons because I think you know, TBS started showing some back then and things like that. But you, you had um, not only did you have Saturday morning cartoons, now you had you know, the weekday ones. So... You you just had a lot more cartoons. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think you hit it. A, you you hit, you hit the nail on the head. The fact that I mean, merchandising was, you know, it's like, hey, if we can, all we have to do is have some people drop a cartoon sloppily and put some cheap voice actors in there. Oh yeah, show it in front of kids. Have them squeal to their parents. I want this. I want this. You know, and, just uh, rolling the money. And you said, you know, right there, you said, you know, slap it together, and it was cheap because there's a lot of times when you're watching GI Joe or Transformers, <laughs> something characters would change colors. You know, it was just you're watching like Starscream. All of a sudden, he's you know, or every other robot's the same color as him, and things would jump around, or they'd use the same footage over again. And it was, it was they just threw threw together stuff, and not not to mention that, but there was also Seasons were different now. I think the first uh, the first season of GI Joe was eighty some episodes, and now oh. you get like twelve or thirteen. Uh, that's because I, I didn't even know. I mean, back then I didn't even really know about seasons. Like right, but I yeah I, I'm I'm not familiar with even how they. I think I looked into He Man once, and you know all those episodes they were like. You know, they end up fitting like in three seasons right. worth of what they consider a season. And, and, 
had see, no they, idea what this was with the eighties, they also had a lot more places to pull, you know, from to create cartoons. Yeah. They, they there wasn't a lot of, I mean, there was a lot of original ideas, but then there was also, hey, let's take a property that's out there, you know, and turn it into a cartoon. Star Wars had some cartoons. Um, you know, they pulled a lot from video games in the eighties. Let's see, I, and, I, and it was weird because I did a list of them, and I was actually surprised of so, you know how many cartoons were based off of you know like video games. You had the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Now, uh, correct. I I thought it, I mean, this may be the different. I thought there was like one that was like a live action one. Well, you had there. There was one of them that had a, and I think that's the Super Show that had the. You had the Mario and Luigi, the plumbers. Mm-hmm. They were basically the host of the show, and then it would cut in, you know, almost like they're the Captain Kangaroo. Uh, okay, yeah. And then it would go into a cartoon, cartoon, and then they would come back to whatever they were doing, you know, like if it was going to or from a commercial, and then you know jump back into another yeah. cartoon. Then you had the actual Mario Brothers cartoon one, which was just you know basically a half hour, or at least they did like a fifteen minute one, two fifteen minute ones, where you know of an adventure that was going on. But you also had, you know, let's see, uh, there was Saturday Morning Starcade, which had a bunch of cartoons from Donkey Kong, Cubert, Frogger, Pitfall. Cubert. So those did well. Pole Position had its own yeah, cartoon. No, that's, that, no, that, that's, that, that can't be right. Pac-Man had its own cartoon. The, did, the, did the car talk in Pole Position? What kind of, what kind I of don't cartoon? remember Pole Position. No. I think it was a cartoon about strippers, wasn't it? No. no? Oh, no. that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pac-Man had, which, you know what's funny about Pac-Man is... Now there's a better a cartoon than a video game. <laughs> no, but now there's a there's another Pac-Man cartoon that is on Disney XD now. So they they they've gone back to making it. Well, the, the Pac-Man cartoon, you know, they, there was Miss Pac-Man, they had Baby Pac-Man, then he'd eat a certain pellet and he'd turn into yeah. like the Super Pac-Man. I, I like the Pac-Man <laughs> cartoon. Um, you had Dungeons and Dragons as a cartoon, which to me the, the, I, I enjoyed the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon a lot. It felt like. Um, Oh crap! There was another game out there during that time. Um, no, it was a video game where you had, you know, like an arcade game where you had four different characters you were playing, like as uh, Warlord. Uh, uh, Gauntlet. Gauntlet. Yes, thank you. Um, but that was way after the eighties. Gauntlet wasn't. Yeah. No, Gauntlet it was like early nineties. No, Gauntlet wasn't. Anyways, you also had Dragon's Lair. As Ethan goes to Wikipedia during the break. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> it, we had Dragon's Lair, which was based off the uh, the cartoon animated g- game, you know, video right. arcade game, which is pretty cool because it did ha- it had that same feel and look to it, you know. Um, there was a cartoon was, that became you know it was a cartoon that was a video game. A yeah, there was Captain N, the Game Master. <laughs> that was the Nintendo one. That right? was the Nintendo one, and he actually had the power glove on at one point. <laughs> he was the only person who ever wore it. Yeah. They also had laser tag, which was funny as hell. Uh, laser tag, they would run around, you know, and they would shoot each other like you would in the thing. But it was like they were on these different adventures, and uh, it was, yeah, oh god, it was one of those really bad '80s cartoons. That oh wow! Well. I wonder why I didn't tune in. Almost as bad as Rubik's The Amazing Cube. Yeah, which was Rubik's Cube. Which was the Rubik's Cube. Did he try to solve himself? No, he 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 was. He couldn't. (laughs) He basically took the. uh, Remember the great kazoo in uh, in Flintstones, the little the little alien that would pop up and do things. 
green. I thing. feel like I'm offering nothing to this conversation right now. <laughs> well, they had it with Rubik's Cube, and he had this really, really annoying voice and this little music that would play. It was oh, it was so horrible. Um, I bet they sold. <laughs> now, okay, how do they? How do you? Is, how do you sell a Rubik's Cube to morons who are watching Rubik's the music? <laughs> like, here, kids, try to solve this really tricky puzzle. Uh, uh, am I, do I eat it? <laughs> oh, that show is one of those ones. I mean, it, the only reason they made that show was because of the popularity of the Rubik's Cube. Sure, yeah. But it was just, oh, it was such a bad one. It's like when they try to make the movies like Battleship out of the gate. Yes. <laughs> like, um, no, that's not enough a reason to make a movie. Uh, sorry. Yeah. And then, and then some of them, well, I guess, well, Clue worked, but it's, I think that might be more of like a pop. Like it's like that was something. like a cult thing. Because Clue of, worked. Yeah, I, I love I, Clue was great. And it was I, a flop at first. I loved it when you could watch it on, uh, like on the VHS, you know, or the, the DVDs, oh. because you could you could almost do like your pick your own ending. Yeah, because they they had it set up where, you know, at yep. the end of it they had, or this could have happened, Bend, yep. or this could have happened, and but on the DVD it gave you the option of, you could go to that one, if you thought that's what happened. Uh, but yeah, there I mean there were in the eighties there were a lot of cartoons that were made from movies. You know, you had you had Star Wars droids and Ewoks. Um, there was Beetlejuice. That. Real ghost. You had, you had two different Ghostbusters shows. There was a there was actually a live action Ghostbusters you know um, mini series that was done in the seventies I think that so had really, now did like Ackroyd and Murray base the movie on no 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 it was something totally different and now I don't even know where it was from but they had that that one they had two ghosts you know two hunters and it was kind of like a Scooby Doo type thing they had two hunters and a uh, a gorilla that went around to try to solve super. <laughs> oh yeah, the gorilla. Had... A ghost. A, a gorilla that chases ghosts. Yeah, a gorilla that wore fedora. Oh, uh, it was great. But they sure they based it. Magilla gorilla. No 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 no. Oh oh, I for... you know when I for... when I was doing the seventies, I forgot about Magilla gorilla and grape ape and all of those. You forgot about like Powerpuff Girls too, and a couple other ones. Well, no, Powerpuff Girls wasn't that, that until two thousands. No, I, I'm just saying on his list of the years. He didn't hey hey hey, pop. we oh, we'll the, get there. Yeah, where does Rocky and Bullwinkle fit into all this? Yeah, yeah. there you had Rocky and Bullwinkle, the Rocky and Bullwinkle hour, which wasn't Rocky and Bullwinkle on. Um, they started on Captain Kangaroo. Didn't they? Or they you, they showed it there or something? I think it was a different. Maybe it was show. a different moose and squirrel. Was it? <laughs> it was, it was moose Joe and, and squirrel. So then, with, back you know, you had uh, the real Ghostbusters, which was the one that was based off of the Ghostbusters movie. That's the one I like. Who'd have yeah. thunk it? Which ended up turning into Slimer and the real Ghostbusters a couple seasons in. Which I didn't like. <laughs> focus too much on this annoying I haven't seen any of these but go on uh, you had Tarzan the Lone Ranger Zorro hour oh my gosh when you wrote that in your notes you put them all together I'm like that would have been an amazing crossover episode <laughs> all three of those guys <laughs> showed up in the same episode uh, Robocop had its own show which was that was another one of those ones that one in Rambo I think Rambo? oh yeah <laughs> Rambo was, you know, they made Rambo because they wanted to do a toy line and things like that, which is actually, you know, if you if you go back to, like, the G.I. Joes, there was supposed to be a Rocky figure put in to the line when they were doing, like, uh, Sergeant Slaughter, and they did the oh, fridge yeah. and things yeah. like that. There's supposed to be a Rocky one, but because they made the Rambo cartoon, 
and they sold the likenesses to another oh. company, they couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Teen Wolf had its own cartoon. And so did the Karate Kid. Those two are probably <laughs> a lot of a lot of the stuff you're listing now is actually shows that have like come back. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, um, like Teen Wolf came back on MTV, and I actually just finished watching it. It's actually a good show. I'm sorry, we're not. No, talking. you're not talking the same Teen Wolf. To Teen yeah. Wolf, the Teen Wolf cartoon or the Teen Wolf TV show. Or uh, let's start with the movie. The Teen Wolf movie starred Michael J. Fox. Right. That he actually turned into a wolf. Yes. Playing mm-hmm. basketball. Yeah. yeah. The cartoon was based off of that, but I think it was, I want to say it was his cousin or something. And so it was a little different. Um, but I don't even remember the Karate Kid cartoon. <laughs> mm, <laughs> it's, it's forgettable. Then you had Muppet Babies, which is oh, that was, phenomenal. That was, the ever. That was a I gr- never watched that. I never had interest. I'm like, why would I want to watch Babies? I don't care if they're Muppets. <laughs> it was a great, like, great cartoon. If you can find it, and I'm sure Netflix it's or someone like Rugrats, has it. Rugrats. I'm like, what? who cares? If, if you oh, can, Rugrats was cute. I Rugrats was good. I didn't like Rugrats either. Any I watched that during grad like, school. Um, no, Emily, if you, if you can't go back and watch the Muppet Babies and you will laugh your ass off. I mean, it's so good. It's often better than the Muppet show. Oh yeah. I like didn't... Animaniacs. Okay. I'm a hard diet Animaniacs fan. That's uh, what see, I was well, a Tiny Tunes guy. We'll, we'll get, the 90s. Also, we'll get there. Buster, like them. Mostly because that's in another decade. People. Yeah. Okay. Right, so Stop skipping decades. <laughs> Sorry. Which one, was, was back to the future. Was back to the future in eighties or in nineties? Nineties. It was 90s? Okay. I think... Um, the movies were in the 80s. They couldn't have had it before that. Yeah, the, no, it was, it was what, 90s. It was in the... I, I, yeah, well, I mean, the first movie came out in 85. So right. Yeah. Right, but like... I think, but Punky Brewster had her own cartoon, which was great, because uh, she had this, like, rabbit thing that would help her out, kind of like her kazoo. I'm 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 starting to rethink my opinion of the eighties. <laughs> well, then Mork and Mindy, there was the Mork and Mindy, uh, Laverne and Shirley, Fonzie Hour... Ridiculous. That's just weird. I know. <laughs> Alf had I mean, a cartoon, which the Alf no. cartoon was so good. I di- I disagree. I hated that cartoon. Oh, I loved it. I saw it I've like twice, and it. I was like, "This sucks!" And I'm like, "Never watch it again." So did you say it with that X? So like you were four? When I was you... a little kid. This yeah, sucks. I was like, "This sucks." I'm not gonna watch this cartoon. Uh, Dennis the Menace Alf. had a cartoon. I remember that one. That one. Dennis the Menace. I yeah, enjoyed Dennis the Menace that. was an actual. Wait, no, 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 no. Dennis the Menace wasn't based on a movie, though. No, it was a TV show. Mm. It was actually a comic book strip, and then... It, it was... was a comic book strip, yeah. It was a comic book strip that went to a television series. Oh, but it was a TV show back in, like, the 50s. And yeah. Right. Something. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I guess that. Fonzie and the, the Happy Days gang was part of the Fonzie Hour. <laughs> yeah. what? I don't understand what's with all these, like, adult TV show, adult primetime shows being turned into kids... I don't know because they they wanted to try to continue them on and you know they weren't the the networks weren't making the TV series anymore. Did any of the like original casts do any of the voiceovers? <sighs> you know they... I don't know. I mean I'm sure we can look it up and see. Engineer Ethan, won't you look that up and see? Yeah, do something useful. Come on, that's too. I know much. that um, for Clueless, which isn't a cartoon, but when they did the Clueless movie, they made a Clueless TV show, and some of the actors did actually cross yep. over. That yeah. was on the uh, UPN for like one season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gilligan, I, Gilligan's Island had Gilligan's Planet. <laughs> so now they can't get off the planet? <laughs> I yeah, guess. which is normal. <laughs> oh, our spaceship. Like a worldwide epidemic, really. Fraggle Rock had their own cartoon, which was cool. Now, okay, okay, I gotta, 
I never saw that. Everyone like or the like the Muppet Show. They had they had the they had the originally started with the uh, Fraggle Rock Muppet style show, which uh, which originally started airing on HBO. Yes, yeah, that's. <laughs> I remember we had to we had to steal HBO to get. We had to turn like we had one of these old dials that yeah. if you turned it like between J and halfway between to K on these weird. Things. That was and, what the that was what the old yeah the old cable box was was like yeah. a little dial that you put on. I, I remember that because you oh you had the number channels, then you had the alphabet channels. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. and so if you wanted to, you could some some of the channels that you didn't naturally get, you could turn halfway between, and. Yep. And my dad would use like a, a wood vice, and he'd, you know, a <laughs> wood vice lock lock the dial into the because he couldn't hold it in a halfway Did position. Dad get a wood vice. You could you could also get like when <laughs> HBO and Showtime or HBO and Cinemax would show uh, porn, and there was actually a Playboy channel back then too. That if you did it just right and held it in a certain position, you could actually get it too. <laughs> I love how we're on a show you, about yeah, cartoons. Like, like, a show about cartoons. We're talking about how to get free porn off Showtime. <laughs> um, yeah, see, I, all I listening to this. All I did was see like Star Wars. Yeah. Viewings on HBO and. Oh, uh, I watched and, it. And, when Star Wars was on HBO, I watched it every single time. I mean, matter of fact, I made my parents get the you know, HBO just for that. Yeah, they didn't have you know VHS. Versions wouldn't have been out. So there was, a, you know, there was another one that was. Um, I, this w- next one was kind of based off of a TV show. I don't, it was yeah. more of a character, Kill- which was the misadventures or the the complete mental misadventures of Ed Grimley. Which, if you don't know what that is, that is Martin Short's character that he created on SCTV, which is um, SCTV was a it's Second City comedy group, which they did. They ended up doing a TV uh, like a Saturday Night Live type show. Canadian. Yeah, which you know, you also had. That's where um, you had everybody uh, funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's where yeah. Rick uh, Rick Moranis was there. You had uh, uh, yeah. Who was the guy with him in Strange Brew? Um, uh, Dave. It was Dave. Dave um, Thomas. Dave Thomas. Yeah. And then John Candy was from there. Yeah, there were so many people that started on Second City. Was that the Dan Aykroyd group too, or no? Aykroyd was um, later on. Acro- no, Aykroyd Live. was Saturday Night Live. Okay. Uh, but there, I think there were some crossover. Some people came. There, from there is sometimes, yeah. There is. Right, right, yeah. There were there were sometimes because Second City was a lot smaller, and it was basically Second City was kind of like your Groundlings and things like that. You know, your comedy, your like improv groups, and it was based out of uh, Chicago. And then they, because of you know some of the people becoming bigger and famous and moving on to SNL, they decided to do their own show. And it originally started as being just syndicated in Chicago, and then they moved it on. Because, uh, like, um, uh, what's Chicago? The, uh, but back to cartoons. There was, like, UPN or something like that, or one of them that was a uh, um, Chicago-based that ended up becoming a network like TBS and everything. Anyways. Uh, WGN. Yeah, uh, WGN, yeah. that's right. Um, but, yeah, you know, speaking like uh, you know, the Martin Short's character, there were – Actually, cartoons in the '80s based on people, people. <laughs> which is crazy. Chuck Norris and the Karate Commandos. Yeah, that, that's one. Of, this is one of the on your list that you wrote. This is that, that's one I don't actually remember. That yeah, one, I think yeah. that one was basically because they could make Chuck Norris, you know, uh, action figures. Because back then, <gasps> hey, all all of Chuck Norris's movies in the '80s were rated R. Yeah. 
you know. My brother had the action figures. Okay, I remember the action figures. Yeah, so they they couldn't put out action figures based. It's like the same thing with Rambo. They couldn't put out action figures based off of a rated R film. Rated R movie, kids. (laughs) Right. So they created these cartoons so that way you could put it out. They have like very important lessons, like Chuck Norris says, "Don't kick your friend." Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of kick your enemies. Kind of <laughs> like the GI Joe, you know, now you know type ones. Mm-hmm. Um, John Candy had his own show on NBC, which was a Saturday morning cartoon. That sounds familiar. Which but... ran about the same time as Saved by the Bell, which was called Camp Candy. It was basically John Candy was in charge of a I've, summer yeah. camp. Oh. If that's yeah, not at all what I would have thought the title would have meant. Oh. No, it was it was it was Candy, funny. That would have been, yeah, Candy would have been better. And I think and what John Can- I don't think John Candy did the voice. I, I want to think it was his brother that did the voice. I um, hope for his sake he didn't. <laughs> um, Gary Coleman had his own cartoon in the eighties. Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. Coleman. There you go. I was laughing when I said it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> He's talking about a different. Yeah, everyone knows Gary Coltman. Coltman. (laughs) Gary Coleman had a cartoon, which was, oh. It reminded me of the movie he did where he played an angel. No, actually, I think he was an angel in this one. You're looking at me like I know. I I, do not know. I want to think that he was an angel in it. Even if I knew, I would play ignorant here. Um, I think it's I think it's not worth remembering and we should move on. Move on. Hulk Hogan yeah, had sure. Hulk Hogan had a rock and wrestling with him and Rowdy Piper and everybody. <laughs> Sounds more like a uh, early Nintendo game. <laughs> you know what's funny is that Hulk Hogan like he's trying to get a movie made about his life and he wants uh Chris Helmsworth to play him. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I, I thought he had a TV show about his life. <laughs> I don't even know. He what does. It's called the WWE. <laughs> Well, nobody watched that anyway. So. And then Mr. T had his own cartoon. Yes. Well, he, 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 was, he, he had his own cereal, right? Yeah, he had cereal too. Must have advertised during the uh, Mr. T show. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, comic books had their own place with uh, you know movies or TV shows or cartoons. You know, yeah, then too. Well, those were probably the best, I think, the ones they were developed from. Well, you, you had um, what was it? Um, well, there was Spider-Man, and there was Batman, and then... Well, well Spider- didn't Spider-Man originally be... Wasn't he, that on, like, the Electric Company or something? Spider- the, there was a Spider-Man cartoon on the Electric Company. Um, then there was... I mean, there's been so many Spider-Man cartoons. There was one done in the 70s, and then there was Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends, which was in the 80s. Um, he's hey, had, when was this? Matter of fact, well, I think Spider-Man's well. had one for, uh, you know... Um, Spider-Man's had a uh, cartoon in every decade, I think. Yeah, they have, because I remember watching it. Schoolhouse Rock was in the 70s and early 80s. Love Schoolhouse Rock. Love, love. So, okay, um, cartoons based off, uh, I'll do it real quick. Cartoons based off of comic books and funny pages, as I put it. G.I. Joe, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Incredible Hawk, Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends, Super Friends, which Super Friends was great. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice... Oh, and, and Family Guy has done some great parodies of that. Yes, and South Park. South Park, I think, has an all-time best one with the uh, with the Abe Lincoln statue. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, what's the joke? Um, oh, uh, uh, oh, they asked one of the the the, the giant orange top. Uh, which deity did he play? Moses? No, uh, it might have been Moses. But he said, Moses, how do you kill a giant Abraham stone Abraham Lincoln? Hmm. Build a giant stone 
uh, uh, John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So we had Plastic Man, um, Heathcliff, Garfield, DuckTales. DuckTales is based on. Yeah, that was oh, my hey, favorite cartoon. Speaking of DuckTales and Darkwing, they're doing violations of those right now at Disneyland. So, like, the DuckTales and Darkwing and all that, those are. Those are coming out. Like one of them's already out, and then they're doing a couple others. Pretty cool. Well, Ducktail, the the Ducktales Nintendo game, which was such a great game. <laughs> like, That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> All I know is like the Ducktales. Woo! I'm yeah. looking at Ethan. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell's going on, man? <laughs> it's like, are we picking up a frequency from somewhere? And then I heard which one. What was you playing? Um, yeah, the DuckTales, the, the, uh... The DuckTales. Woo! <laughs> yeah! I'm, I'm going to change it. No longer yeah, is it going to okay. be Engineer yeah, Ethan. <laughs> Ethan? <laughs> Ethan? Ethan. It's going to be Engineer Dave. There you go. <laughs> uh, I just I just like to show up my, uh... Are those your ringtones? Uh, no, those, those are songs I have. <laughs> <laughs> he bumps them in the car as he drives down the mean streets of Connecticut. Hey! DuckTales, that's, I, that's what I came home right after school in high school. I would watch DuckTales. That's, that's Hell yeah, DuckTales was a great show. I love DuckTales, re, uh, Rescue Rangers. Yep. Woo, Rescue Rangers! Tailspin and. But you know, the funny thing is. Gummy Bears, uh, I think Gummy Bears was the 80s, but um, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, and Rescue Rangers weren't till the 90s. No, they. It was. It was the chain. It was. It was eighties. To I don't think even. I mean, Ducktales wouldn't have been. Ducktales was late eighties season before Rescue Rangers, and then the next season was Tailspin. Right, and Darkwing Duck was the last one that they put in. Yeah, and when they put that one in. Let's see. There was also um, you, in, the, the, did you mention the video games? I was going to second that the the Ducktales and Rescue Rangers, the, all the Capcom right. Disney games were well. The, the Ducktales game they, they're um, remaking, you know, basically upgrading the graphics and everything, and releasing it. As a matter of fact, it come, should come out in the next couple months for the current generation games right. or systems. Like, they did that with uh, Bionic Commando, yeah, really good NES game that I. That's why I got on Xbox. But. Well, and Bionic Commando was a cartoon that came out in, I want to say, the 90s. That's one I did not. Well, see, I would have been in college then, so I probably didn't. Other I've than the not the Animaniacs yet. No. So, <laughs> so to finish up the 80s real quick, you had, you had Richie Rich, uh, Street Frogs, good. Tiger Sharks, and, of course, probably one of the most <laughs> famous cartoons that most people don't even realize was based off of a comic series. Is the Smurfs? Yeah, Smurfs. I wouldn't have known that. Yep. The apples. Yeah. When was it? When was the strip created? Um, <laughs> do you know that the Smurfs are over fifty years old? That's what's so good for their age. They look good for their age. age. No, don't they? Yeah. I didn't realize. See, I hadn't realized that until I was in Toys R Us one time, and they had the fiftieth anniversary like stuffed animal out, and I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> Am I that old? <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, the eighties weren't that long ago. <laughs> But um, so one of the, and the other probably the biggest cartoon which actually sparked another evolution in the eighties was uh, the Simpsons. They you know the Simpsons started on the Tracy Allman show as a short in eighty seven and got their own show in eighty nine. 
So they are technically an 80s show, which is, you know, which is probably the biggest change in the cartoon, you know, one of the biggest changes in the cartoons in a long time because it it made cartoons from being Saturday morning and afternoon, you know, animated films to adult primetime cartoons, you know, and, and shows. And, and they also, another thing is kind of like a difference from the, even though the 80s, you know, especially with the Disney ones, they weren't just cartoons for kids. You know, adults enjoyed them too. Um, but once, once you started getting to the Simpsons, it was very pop culture references. Right. Just like all over the place. Well, the Simpsons yeah. also, you know, it brought back a lot of the violence because you always had Homer choking him mm-hmm. and Bart. Also, yeah. you know, it was one of the first cartoons to show people drinking, you know, and... Oh, uh, yeah, it didn't happen in DuckTales. Yeah, and, and breaking the law. <laughs> and you, you, you had criminals. Gosh, and Uncle, yeah. Uncle Scrooge, you'll never, never guess who got in the money bin today. You had a baby that could fire a gun. <laughs> you know? That was the best video game. Have you guys played the Simpsons video game? Like, the big old school, like... Uh, stand once at the arcades. Yeah, no, I've only one. played the uh, driving one. It was awesome. Like it was really cool. Yeah, to save Maggie because she got stolen oh, uh, when by Mr. Smithers. At a bank heist, gets uh, throws in the air, and instead of her pacifier, she gets the diamond. So the guy steals her, and you guys have to go after him. And like, if you choose to be Bart, you have to hit people over the head with a skateboard. If you're Lisa, you swipe people with your jump rope. If you're Marge, you hit them with a vacuum, and if you're Homer, you punch them. So it was great. Well, I would honestly say, without The Simpsons, you wouldn't have Beavis and Butthead. You wouldn't have Ren and Stimpy. You wouldn't have, uh, what, Family Guy and South Park. Futurama. Well, obviously, yeah, obviously Futurama. But, but you know. But the, the adult won't, you know. Yeah, I mean. Have, you wouldn't have Robot Chicken. Yeah. Though that's not a technically a cartoon. But. You know, The Critic. Um, there was Dr. Katz, the professional therapist. These were all, you know, ones that put... <laughs> oh, yeah, they were Any, all put on... Anything on Fox. Right. Anything on Comedy Central. Well, Fox realized after Network. after Simpsons, they went, oh, you know what? We should do mm-hmm. some other cartoons. Yeah. And then, get there, then they had a moronic phase until they realized they could make money. Yeah. Well, The Critic, you know, that one was... <laughs> that was okay. No. Let's move on. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think of The Critic? Yeah, I've already talked about it. It had its moments. Anyway, so I'm like, I still want to get to something I can talk about. Well, okay, besides, you know, besides The Simpsons and everything like that that started in, you know, the 90s, and you know, obviously your Futuramas and all those, which were more the adult shows, you know, you had Daria on MTV and things like that. Um, you did have a lot of cartoons that were for kids. Kids, yeah. You know, you had, let's see, cartoons in the 90s, there were, there were so many cool Bobby's ones. Loved- Bobby, Bobby's world was so good. Howie Mandel's, oh, that was so Don't good. Don't you know? Oh, I love Bobby love Bobby. World. Uh, uh, okay. Then, you, of course, you had, you, know, you had Sonic the Hedgehog uh, reboot, which is probably one of those shows that doesn't get a lot of credit, but it's one of the first that was like a computer-generated, you know, animated uh, TV series. I preferred the original, Boot. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Just Boot. <laughs> Yeah, the sequel wasn't. I, I the sequel. I was like, I don't need. I don't need another boot. And person. then we had Tiny Toons. Yes. Yes. Tiny Toons. Uh, Tiny, uh, we're toony. We're all a little loony. I'd make my dun, top dun, five. Dun, 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 dun. That that has to be one of the top five cartoons. Yeah. I loved Babs's impressions of everybody when she would like pretend to be Homer, Elmer Fudd and like. 
Oh, they specifically got the voice actress to do her because she could do. Yeah. It's so amazing. I loved it. But mm-hmm. the be- I think the best ones on there were the baby pluckies. Baby cluckies? Baby plucky ducks. Oh, okay, yeah. Elevator go up. My yes. my daughter, who's six years old, cannot step in an elevator without pushing a button. Go, no, my turn, not your turn, my turn. Elevator go up. Oh, uh, you'll, you'll you'll have to uh, you'll have to buy her um, the set of uh, Tiny Toons cars that I'm selling on eBay for her birthday. Or something. Oh yeah. Yeah, and which Tiny Toons Adventure was produced by Steven Spielberg. Spielberg, yes. Yep. And uh, it was amazing. You know, it was such a great idea. And I kind of I'm, I wonder sometimes if that was, you know, Warner Brothers, you know, the, the whole um, Bugs Bunny and everything, their way, their take on, like, the Muppet Babies. Because, you know, they were... Babies! So they, they were, were fun to watch. They were smaller kids, you know. They were smaller. They were, but they were new characters instead of just they were using in school learning how to be acne characters. Yeah. And sometimes bugs and them would come guest star on. Well, they us. were the principal. They were the they were the professors teachers. at the the teachers. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I would think. I don't know if it was. I mean, it's an interesting idea that they were they were trying to go that route. I I, I always just saw it as they were trying to. I mean, I remember at that time, quite frankly. Even me as a kid, seeing the old Bugs Bunny, those those were like my dad's cartoons. Right. They they were like old. You know, it was like, eh, they're not that. To me, they were they, those yeah. ones were never as funny as like the Tiny Toons ones. Right. So I I felt they were trying to like reboot. You know, a, a new generation basically. That was probably the original idea, but I I mean I enjoyed watching Looney Tunes, the classics, as well as Tiny Toons, personally. Well, yeah. I mean, most people do. I. Uh, I tend to, I mean, my type of cartoon is more like, you know, the DuckTales where it's, you know, a story, uh, you know, as opposed to, you know, pie in the face kind of, mm-hmm. you know, but that's just, you know, a lot of, you know, given how popular Looney Tunes is, you know, most people I think would prefer just the, you know, give me the five minute cartoon where people get beat up and, right. you know, I didn't, I didn't like, like the speeding up one. I liked when, like, mostly the Bugs Bunny ones, when he would outsmart Elmer Fudd. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do all yep. these funny, like, opera, like, he'd dress up like <laughs> a lady and sing and mm-hmm. make him fall in love with, like, a fake person and, you know. I always or... got creeped out by those. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tiny Toons creator Tom Ruger, he's the one who also created um, Animaniacs. He right. also cre- he created Animaniacs and uh, Freakazoid. Any- Animaniacs? What about, what about, um... Freakamy. The one that came out right after Animaniacs uh, started with an H. Hysteria. Did he do that one? Because that one was crazy all over the place weird. I don't remember Hysteria. I I liked Animaniacs way better. But, you know, um, yeah, Animaniacs came out. Then you had the block of you had Tiny Toons and Animaniacs, which uh, Animaniacs was a brilliant show. It's one of those shows that, you know, had humor for children, but there was an underlying adult humor to it that children mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily get. Like like good movies do nowadays, like when there's like Shrek and like both adults and kids can appreciate it because there's jokes for both, like, you know, yeah. there's levels. Well, it was like, you know, you, you had the big blonde, you know, big boob nurse that blonde would walk nurse, in yeah. and, you know, the the Warner Brothers would both go, hello, nurse. You know, and you knew as an, now as an adult and everything, you know what they're talking about. But yeah. as a kid, it kind of just blows over. Well, as a kid, you think, like, they want to kiss. You don't think anything more than that. You're like, oh, yeah, kiss. All right, that's fine. You know, moving on. Uh, what were you like as a four-year-old? 
<laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine. The, and yeah, the, the comedy. That's my, that's my pretend little kid voice, okay? My voice didn't always sound like this, as I'm Is sure Pinky you in the brain on? Yeah, I wonder if Pinky will get the brain. <laughs> Alf would have the brain. I was adorable as a child, I'll have you know. Well, Pinky Darn. and the Brain, the, you know, because of their popularity on Animaniacs, got their yep. own spinoff. I didn't know that until I saw your list. I'm like, is he on crack? I don't think they had their own show. Mm, no, no. Yep, that's but yeah, what you know, are we going to do today, Brain? All of the all those Tom Rigger's fil- cartoons had that same feel. They had that zaniness to them. You know, Freakazoid was a completely <laughs> it's off the wall. It was, okay. I just love the the theme song alone was <laughs> tells you. I never really watched Freakazoid. But can we go back to Anime Next for just a second? Can I, can I just say why? No, Emily, we can't. We've already moved on. Go ahead, Emily. <laughs> go ahead. She's been waiting. Since I announced <laughs> that I was going to... talk about... Let me have my moment. Since okay. I announced that I was going to do a cartoons one, she's, that's all she's wanted to talk about is Animaniacs. I so. told them I don't know a lot about cartoons. The only one I really know and love is Animaniacs. And they're like, that's fine. You can just talk about that. We can just talk about that the whole episode. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead, Emily. Talk about Animaniacs. Okay, the reason Animaniacs I think was so great was because, um, I mean, it had a really nice wide group of characters that were all really likable, but it did this great thing of like, kind of like you are mentioning before, it's the both adult and kid humor, but it would be like, meld into the story. So like, there'd be a funny cartoon about Pablo Picasso, but unless you knew as a kid that Pablo Picasso was this famous painter, it wasn't as, you know, funny necessarily, and they'd like make him play Pictionary, and it's like funny things like that, which was so great. Or like... They'd come in, and it was always Animaniacs who would fix all these great moments in history. So Michelangelo would have to paint the Sistine Chapel, and they would paint, like, Andre the Giant in the middle of the ceiling <laughs> or whatever. So it was like that. And then it taught so much as well as entertained. So, yeah, it was zany and crazy and fun. But, like, you had the two hippos who would sing opera. You had the Animaniacs who would um, those, teach yeah. you all the countries of the world or all the states and their capitals or all the ingredients in ice cream or all the five senses or whatever. And I could, I still can sing most of the countries of the world song. And like that blows people's minds <laughs> nowadays. It's Montgomery, Alabama. There you go. Yeah, I know that one too. So, and I'm like 28 now and I still remember this stuff. Like it, it was really amazing. And the talent just involved in all the characters like Bernadette Peters playing Rita and Runt. Another cool thing where they took, an animal story and made it like musicals. So it was like so diverse and, and intelligent and fun. And that, that is why it wasn't just like, Hey, let's have characters blow each other up. Like Looney Tunes. It was like, let's, let's do something funny and fun and historically, you know, like tip your hat off to this. And that's why it was amazing. <laughs> well, now you can go back and watch it on the hub. No, I own right. it. I don't have to watch it on the hub. Oh, the hub. The hub shows Animaniacs and Tiny Toons all the time now, which is pretty cool. The, uh, the hub. What is? What the is hub is Hasbro's cart. Or Hasbro's uh, TV station. Uh, Hasbro decided, you know what? We, we have all these properties that, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that we're giving away to people or we're selling to people. Let's put them on our own. Uh. Uh, so yeah, I'll have to look for that. So My it. Little Pony, Strawberry Shortcake. They, uh, yeah, thanks. No, um. they have uh, a Transformers Prime. They had a GI Joe cartoon. Um, 
Yeah, then you know, there, there's some other stuff. They have Pound Puppies, which is another. Pound Puppies. Pound Puppies was another show that I've, I've skipped over from the, I think, 80s, I think it was. Well, I don't know if it has a category. That came from st- uh, Stuffed Animal line. I don't know. If, or the other cartoons that came from Stuffed Animals. I've heard of Stuffed Animals coming from cartoons. Well, you know, ca- uh, you, know you know what other I forgot to put on here that's a major, major cartoon that's been throughout history is Charlie Brown. Uh, Charlie Brown. I totally I forgot about, about that. Forgot them too. Charlie Brown and Charlie Brown's one that's lasted. You know, not counting the holiday, you know, things with like Rudolph Oops. and all that. But you have you had, uh, you know, Charlie Brown that was a staple throughout history and or throughout, I guess, television history. That might have been like the original cartoon being merchandised. I mean, that oh, was yeah, merchandised that... when my parents were. And that started from a comic strip. Yeah. Yep. Well, most of them did, like Garfield Batman, yeah. and yeah, Garfield and Peanuts and uh, Calvin and Hobbes and a lot of the comic okay. strips. Wait, Calvin and Hobbes is a cartoon? No. Or just no. merchandising? Merchandising. Okay. Yeah, and it was. I thought they did have a cartoon. No, I don't. I don't ever remember a Calvin and Hobbes cartoon. That would have been mm-hmm. cool if they did. I wouldn't have wanted to hear the voices. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't have wanted. I, I, you know, it's not like I have a specific voice, but I wouldn't want them. Okay, like, sorry. Okay, so Dennis the Menace and other ones as well. So just a lot of them. Well, you know, Disney had some other cartoons um, during the '90s. You know, obviously they had, you know, Freak. Uh, they had Tailspin. They had Darkwing Duck, Gargoyles, and they started doing like My Little Pony. I'm not sorry. They started doing My the Little Mermaid. On the brain. Yeah, Little Mermaid, and you know Tarzan. That was, had. A, that was a movie. Did was that a? I, knew, I wasn't aware that was actually a. Well, they they started taking their movie properties like Tarzan. They did. And, they did a Wizard of Oz cartoon. Yeah, and then and then they uh they you know they, they took the you know like Little Mermaid, um, Beauty and the Beast. They did like um, straight to DVDs, but they had uh, like. Um, they had a Buzz Lightyear at one point. I think oh, that was in the 2000s. Yeah. Oh, that's not Disney, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, when they bought Pixar. But the, but the, 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 the Disney cartoon was Buzz Lightyear Space Commander. And that right, was, but I was saying The Tick, and you were talking about... Oh, Buzz no, 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 The, the oh, Tick. Oh, yeah, I think the tick No, 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 that's, that was, uh, that's based off of a comic book. Um, and, and then it became a live action TV show. Right? Yeah, the, at about the same time <laughs> they were running horrible. the cartoon was they had the live action. Wasn't Patrick War Warburton? Yep. Or, or, he was the he was the tick. He was the tick. Though, I think it? he did the voice for the cartoon too. I think that was one of the deals. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, superhero cartoons. They had the spi- one of the best Spider Man you know cartoons was in the nineties. Amazing Spider Man. No, it, it was just Spider Man. Yeah. Spectacular Spider-Man, but it was Spectacular Spider-Man was a great cartoon too. That didn't that got canceled. It didn't get a chance to really you know shine. Uh, you also had Batman the animated series, my favorite. Which it best. it started in late '89, but it didn't really you know kick in. Uh, right, it didn't really become it until like '90. You know, really starting in the '90s, which was phenomenal. It was a lot darker. It was one of those uh, the Batman cartoons. You know, it was after the you know. Um, after the Michael Keaton movie came out, and then the, the sequel, you know, Batman Returns, they had this out about the same time, and it was so much darker. It was allowed to be, they put it on in the evenings. You know, it was like one of the last cartoons that they would show during the day, because it could appeal to parents, you know, to adults as well. You know, you had Mark Hamill as the Joker. You, I mean, just it was phenomenal, and it was so different than any of the other superhero cartoons on at the time. 
It was the one thing that really got me into Batman. Not not the movies or comics or anything. It was, it was the animated series that got me into it. To the, me, it was actually better than the Michael Keaton movies. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, they're, just even the stories. It was, a, it was a very well-written show. The animation was really nice. And it had a good balance of story and action within it, so... Yeah, I and then some really great voice actors for that too. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I remember this one Poison Ivy episode where she tries to convince Batman that she's uh, reformed and not evil anymore, and she's like married to this like herbologist or something like yeah. that. And you find out that she married him because she's trying to create her own army of like plant henchmen, um, <laughs> which is pretty dope the way they did it because they like grow from babies but like mature really quickly, and it was pretty cool. And I was like, oh my gosh, but just like. The girl who played with Ivy was just amazing. They 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 grew an army of dope babies from plants. No, they weren't yes. dope babies. Like they grew an <laughs> army from plants. Like she used her poison ivy powers and his like uh, chemical. So, so they weren't they powers. weren't marijuana plant babies. No, no, they were just they were just plants <laughs> that like, she used her DNA to become these like warrior henchmen. But the thing is that they would like die really quickly, so she'd have to like. She's trying to find the formula to help them Keep last, them. and Batman had to battle all these guys who just like appear out of nowhere, and it was crazy. Pot babies are the Cabbage Patch babies, you know. yeah. <laughs> dark sheep ca- uh, cousins. Um, well, it's funny when we were looking this up the other day, like who was in the show. They had a lot of big names as mm-hmm. their cast, so it was pretty. Like we were just looking through them the other day, and it was just. So many different people that have done so many other great projects. Well, the the character of Harley Quinn, which you know is now a, a major character in the DC universe, Arlene started, Sorkin. Huh? Arlene Sorkin. Yeah, but she started that. That whole character was developed for the cartoon, and later became you know a comic book character. Mm-hmm. So then you also you know you had Cartoon Network now, which was now a you know had just become a network with the expansion of uh, with the expansion of cable television. So you had Cartoon Network that had their own original programming like uh, Cow and Chicken. Uh, there was you know Courage the Cowardly Dog, Ed, Ed and Eddie, Dexter's Laboratory, Johnny Bravo. You know you had uh-huh. that was a great cartoon. Um, you had uh, Powerpuff Girls, you know, Space Ghost, really Coast to Coast, which was you know a nightly show. Kind of a, you know they took the Space Ghost character from the seventies. And turned Wait, him which in. one was this was around the same time? Which one was the cat? And he was like, "I hate Mises to pieces." Which one was that? Uh, that was uh, the Mises to pieces cat show. Really? <laughs> no, you're just making that up. Don't lie. Yeah, because I think uh, none of us know. <laughs> okay. No, I think that's an I older. I Cartoon Network once, and I was like, "What is this?" I don't even know. But see, you also had Samurai Jack, which was you know, it was a combination of you know. Mainstream Action. cartoon and anime, you know, which kind oh. of blended nicely. Um, all those, all those Cartoon Networks had like such huge buzz. Oh yeah, I, I mean they were just yeah, I, n- like no other, you know, show. And I don't know if it's just because it was cable or whatnot, but I you mean know, people, would, you know, you just hear about them. Well, you know, Cartoon Network, you know, when they put out those sh- the the shows, you know, we were just talking about, it was so different than what else was on, you know, was being put out at the time, you know, that it just drew an audience immediately, which is kind of the same thing that they're doing now, you know, with, with uh, the Adventure Times, the regular shows and the things like that, which are so bizarre and so different than anything else out there that people want to see them. You know, um, 
Which well, they got Ninjago and SpongeBob and some other stuff too. It's not all like Ninjago kind of reminds me of your samurai. When you said Samurai Jack, I'm like, ooh, that kind of sounds like Ninjago, which is like a Lego. Ninja well, Ninjago. Oh, Ninja- is that what you're talking? Yeah, okay. I was like, I didn't recognize. I've never. I don't think I've ever. Ninja yeah, Ninjago is the, the. It's it was more of the adult Legos, you know, that were um, or the teenage like Legos Asian. and things like that. But you know, you know, even Legos put out cartoons and stuff. You know, they have they have some of. Some of their own shows, um, what um, I can't even think of, Ninjutsu or something, and I forget that's, what they. Well, are. that's that's it. That's Ninja Go. That's what. Yeah, that's Ninja yeah. It's like the the ninjas of Spinjitsu. Then, oh, there, then there's then there's a no. then there's another yeah. one with you know that reminds me of uh, uh, Thundercats. That you know you have uh, Thunder Legos. Yeah, it's like not Thunder Legos. No, it's Lego like Chimu- no. I forget what it is. Chimera. Chimera. Yeah. Chimera. No, Chimera. That's it. Can you tell I, I, I can't blame you. The first, you know, when I the first time I heard that word pronounced that way, you know, correctly, was Mission Impossible Two. I think oh, yeah. there was right. some, <laughs> some some program or something was coming. I was like, "What's a chimera?" But you know, then, with it's with the success car. of it's a new car from Chevy. <laughs> no, it's mythology. You guys. Yes, well, with yes, the with the success of the Cartoon Network in you know the '90s mm-hmm. and early 2000s, you started seeing you know, Toon Disney popped up. You had um, Nicktoons, you know, uh, now the Hub, you know, and you had Boom, which is you know Hanna Barbera. It basically, shows all the old Hanna Barbera car- cartoons. It's 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 basically a cartoon. Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, it's Cartoon Network's retro station. But you know, you, we totally uh, skipped a couple too that we forgot to mention earlier, like uh, like Pepper Ann and Recess and. Well, yeah, there's. I mean, the Nickelodeon put out a lot of great shows too that started yeah. in. 90s. I thought that was Disney. Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann is uh, Disney. Recesses as well. Is, yeah, well, Recess is Disney. But you know, Nickelodeon put out at the same time as when Recess came out and everything. You had SpongeBob, Rugrats, um, Hey Real Mo- or, Ah Real Monsters. Hey Arnold. Yeah, Hey Arnold. Yeah, Doug. Yeah. Doug. Oh wow, yeah, Doug. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Hey, Goof Troop. That was nineties, right? Goof 90s. Troop was nineties. Goof. Yeah, actually, you know, what? I think Goof Troop was the last one to yeah, come on the, after instead Disney of afternoon. Yeah, it was because didn't you have Darkwing Duck and then it was uh, Goof Troop that came out later. Yeah. Yeah. There was so uh, the that whole Disney block was so great, and I. Yeah. I I wish they put it on DuckTales again because they had they were running it a while. You on. have to buy the DVD. I have the DVD sets. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you know, in the two thousands, you, know, you with more stations and, and things like that, you start doing a lot more stuff. Um, and with the success of all the nightly stuff that was going on, you know, um, Cartoon Network introduced Adult Swim, which gave us a lot more, you know, adult oriented cartoons. It also gave a place for Futurama to come back. You know, which was canceled early on, but you know, mm-hmm. Adult Swim put it back on. Matter of fact, Family Guy, which was canceled later yeah. early on, got its resurrection because of Cartoon Network and Adult really? Swim. I thought it basically got its resurrection because Fox realized it was losing a gazillion dollars from everyone. No, see what happened was when Cartoon Network, Cartoon Network put it on as you know as a syndicated re- you know as repeats and everything, and then they started. Re- Fox decided to start releasing it on DVD. And because the uh, DVD sales were so high and the Cartoon Network was getting so many, so good ratings, or, you know, they were getting good um, they decided to bring it back. As a matter of fact, I think Ethan and I were wor- we were working in a uh, video game store at the time 
and uh-huh. one of the producers would have that. I know, right? <laughs> the, one of the producers came in the sh- and told us that it was coming back on and everything, and we were talking about it and everything. It was like amazing at the time. Um, but yeah, all of the you know all those you know com- adult you know Adult Swim shows were bringing back these you know Fox shows that were canceled. You know, which Futurama just had its final episode this they past did that week. They Family Guy too. They brought Family Back Guy twice, right? Yeah, yeah, just once. Well, no, uh, Futurama is the one that was brought back twice. It was canceled from um, Cartoon Network, and then uh, Comedy Central picked it up and started putting out new ones. No, I swear, Family Guy too got canceled twice or something like yeah, that. Like did. they said it in one of their Star Wars one of their season premieres. They're like, "We're back for the second time now," and then he goes on on the list of all the Fox canceled shows, and then yeah, that was funny too. Yeah. If they cancel it, like, right? All these ones. see, and that actually brings us to this kind of next evolution of what where we're going with shows and stuff. Um, We've seen a lot of great shows, you know, because the attention span of most people has gotten to be so small. And it seems to be the same thing for networks, really not giving shows a chance. Because there's been a lot of really, really good shows in the last, you know, five, six years that have gotten canceled because they, and they just didn't get a chance either because, you know, the lineups kept getting moved around, kept getting screwed up. You know, um, I know for like um, Young Justice in particular, that show was a brilliantly written show. It had a great cast. You know, there was a lot of people that came on board that were actually famous actors to doing voices, and it just couldn't get a time slot that would work. They would they moved around time slots. They would show new episodes, and all of a sudden, you know, you would get a month or two of repeats, and you never knew when you were going to get to see the next episode. And finally, Cartoon Network just pulled it. You know, it, which is you know, which was sad. You know, but we've seen that with a lot of shows. I, um, let's see, I got a list of them here. Uh, Tron Uprising, which you know you had um, you had so you know so many actors in that one. Mandy Moore did a voice. Uh, Bruce Boxleiter came back to do the voice of Tron, and you know Disney canceled that thing after a while. You know, I think it didn't even last two seasons. Um, oh, there was another one. Um, G.I. Joe Renegades kind of, you know, they, they had that one on the hub, and then they said they were going to put it on hiatus because of the new movie coming out and blah, 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 and, you know, it just never ended up, you know, coming back. Um, they did, you know, there was Thundercats on the Cartoon Network that got canceled, you know, it didn't get a chance. Um, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes got canceled. That one, that was actually, they, they say it got revamped into what's out now, which is Avengers Assembled. Um, which uh, is more based off of the movie and stuff like that. Um, Star Wars: The Clone Wars technically got canceled, but that's only I think because you know with Disney buying Star yeah. Wars that they wanted to put something on their own network. Yeah. But yeah, you know we we have a lot of shows that you know are not getting a chance just because you know it. I don't know. It just seems like there's not there's not three stations anymore. Yeah, you know, the, we're not, yeah, there's so many other things that they want to put out. And, you know, and it seems like what's happening now are you're getting the shows like Adventure Time, you know. Um, SpongeBob. The reg- well, the regular show, Gravity Falls, um, Uncle Grandfather, things or Uncle Grandpa, things like that that are, are these off-the-wall comics. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. In the Adventures uh, of Gumball 1 or whatever that one is, like, 
Is this guy? No, wait, that's the regular show. There's the guy, the dude who's got like who's like the old grandpa with the mustache, but his head is huge. Like, you guys know that? Yeah, I, I think actually, um, there is one called the something gumball or something. Yeah. But there's there's all these shows out now that they really aren't. They don't take much attention span to watch. And, you know, and there's just you know so many bizarre things happening. I think the regular show and Adventure Time are probably the two most popular that yeah. are like this. And you know I've sat down and watched. You know I don't watch them as much as I, you know some other people I know. And my daughter tries to watch them, and she'll look at him and go, "Daddy, I don't understand what's going on." <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know I either. Don't either. <laughs> there's a ghost with a hand and a goblin who's a well, girl or a guy. I don't yeah, know. you get Princess Gumball who you know. <laughs> Two birds and their dad is a person. You get, you get, um, I don't know. You got in Adventure Time, you got uh, this one character called Doug that is like a dog type thing that can stretch and bend. Yeah, and he's cool though. I like him. Yeah. You know, so, but Jake, dude, isn't it Jake? There, yeah, you have Jake and you have <laughs> you, you have Doug, who are the two main characters in that. But you know, the, yeah. um. Even you know Fox, you know, with their shows are, are starting to pick up on this bizarre type of thing. Um, they have you know right now they have their animation domination or anim- animation, animation domination, domination, which used to be what they called their Sunday block with Family Guy and Simpsons. Cleveland Show, Simpsons, and all that. But now they're doing it as the as Saturday night you know block of two shows with the uh, late night. Saturday yeah. Night. But they have Axe Cop, which is based off of a comic book that was originally written by a like a six year old kid. It it's a um, it's a it's a cop that that has an axe for a weapon and rides a dinosaur. That's the main yeah. <laughs> it's dumb. My God. <laughs> and then they had you know for a while they had uh, Napoleon Dynamite on, which was yeah. you know. And then they have Bob's Burgers, which these are all these shows that are just like off the wall, you know. They also part of their their block. They have the American what, uh, High School USA, which the characters look like Archie characters, but are uh, such a raunchy version <laughs> of Archie, pretty much. <laughs> so raunchy. <laughs> I mean, we need. To, I don't think we knew about this until last Saturday night or something. We were watching it, and I was like, oh my god. I'm just curious to, really curious to know where it's going to be in the next 30 years, where we're going to expect from cartoons. You know, it should be It's, gonna be interesting. it's just going to be a dancing circle with a <laughs> smile that says, blah, 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 and everybody's like, oh, I love this show. But you know which one I really want to see is I want to see Super Toad made into a cartoon. Only oh, if, he, well, only if Pooey um, yeah, we have cast the voices, yeah. So, Dave, you need to start working on that Super Toad cartoon. Yeah, um, I can play some little kid characters since you like my little kid. What's boy the other character's name? You had Super Toad and what? Pluey. 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 Yeah, there's, there's only two characters. <laughs> it's not hard to I remember. Need to, need to work on that then. <laughs> no, that's, that's all I. That's all I can draw. I just I just use the same uh, cutouts, templates each time, and just change one of the characters' faces. Where'd you come up with the idea? I uh, don't know. It popped into my. Well, the names come from a Calvin and Hobbes cartoon. Ah. It was uh, Calvin. Calvin's dad wants to read him a bedtime story, and um, Cal, he's tired of reading like the same comic book over and over. And over. But Calvin gets his way, and so then like the last panel or something says, uh, "So then Super Toad goes pluey." Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I I took Super Toad and the word pluey and made characters. Cool. There you go. But as for what they look like, I really don't know what my brain 
It's like a duck in a cloud. Hey, you know what? Nerdables made it into one of the episodes, so you know, there we go. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Sweet. So on that note, I think it's time to wrap this up. Yes. I know. So I need a nap. You need a nap. I do. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you go follow us on Facebook at Nerdables, and then you can go tweet about it at Nerdables Show. She'll probably be asleep by then. Yeah? yeah. No, and then you can head over to Nerdables.com and see what you missed out on while you're on your nap and check out. Which is probably not much. I don't know. You know what? I, I, think, I think we might have to put a link up for Emily finally. Yay! I've been waiting on that one. Mm. So yeah, you can check I don't out. Know. I don't think she's I earned it yet. I do have almost twenty-five Gina solo episodes, FYI. Yeah, I don't think she's earned it yet. <laughs> I wanted her to come up here and do an episode from here. I have done an episode. From, oh, you mean for Jana Solo says vlogs? Yes. Okay. When she does for that, sure. that's when she'll earn it. I'll come over one weekend when I'm not working, and then we can play the video game and all that stuff. And there we go. There. Yeah. And don't forget don't to tune into Nerdables.com every Tuesday for. Dashing Dave's TV, Tuesday TV Licious. And I can hear myself for some reason now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can too. Now I can hear myself. Janice Solo says if you guys want to follow on YouTube, I'm going to plug myself because I do that. Is um, emarsh000. That's the YouTube channel. Or you can just search for Janice Solo says on YouTube or the Nerdable site on Facebook. There you go. So. For Ethan, Emily, and Dave, I'm R.A. Reigns saying don't forget to start your day with each day with a bowl of nerdables. No. It's <laughs> horrible. What do you think? <laughs> hey, before we go real quick, what do you guys think about having our viewers pick the tag or create a tag for us? Sure. I mean, you could have it be like a contest or a... I think we should do a contest. I think anything is better than what Rich comes up with. Shut up. <laughs> I think I think the contest winner should be uh, should be able to come on the podcast for that episode. But we only sure, have one as long fan. As they can Skype, right? Well, as long as they can Skype, FaceTime, or if they're in the LA area, they can come up and be a part of the show. All right. So, well, if you want to invite some stranger into yeah. your home, you could do that. We'll screen them first. <laughs> so there you go. That's the, checks, that's going to be the new contest for our right. fans to come up with our closing tag. All right, sounds good. You should put it up like what on Twitter, or Facebook. Um, let's Facebook. do Facebook. Let's do yeah, Facebook. yeah, we'll put it up on Facebook and then in the Hey, Dave, you're getting those oatmeal cookies. Yeah, just remember. Yeah, I'm not even getting that, Dave. Yeah, you haven't earned them yet. <laughs> All right, guys. So thanks for joining us once again on Nerdables, and we'll talk to you soon. I'm